welcome. I'm Joy. And I'm Heather. And this is not a dream. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Another week mm-hmm. with us. Joy has been so excited I'm to tell me this story, so I honestly think we should just jump right in. Let's do it. It's it's Friday, and I didn't know what I was doing until Wednesday evening. Yeah, we always we, we always record on Fridays, so <laughs> she she hammered this out real. I'm ready. Happy Monday, everybody. I, I'm not sure if the first couple words are going to give it away. Oh. All right, Annalise Michelle was born in 1952 in Klickenberg in. Bavaria, Germany. Oh, Germany. Okay. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. I actually thought it wasn't in Germany. So there we go. And here we are. All right. Um, she was raised in a heavily strict, very severely Catholic household. Mm. She was known to be very smart, friendly, and got along really well with others. Like, she was very likable. Everyone liked her. It's good. But when she was about 16 years old, on September of 1968, strange things started happening to Annalise. She's starting to randomly, like, lose consciousness. And the night of her first experience where she lost consciousness, I can't say that word, um, (laughs) she woke up and she felt as if something was pinning her down to her bed by pressing on her chest. So, like... Sleep paralysis. Yeah. Like Jesus. a nightmare. I, just, I cannot even imagine. I would want to die. I thought you've had it before. I have not. I would oh, rather Oh, my die. God. <laughs> it's my biggest fear. <laughs> and this is the story of the supposed possession of Annalise Michelle. It's better known from its movie of the exorcism of Emily Rose. Dude, this is... I, I remember this being a very sad story, mm-hmm. but I do have to say that the movie they made off of it, the Emily Rose one, even though it's probably... Not Dr- super dramatic- accurate. What's dramatic? Dramatized. Is that a word? I don't know. Yeah. But I remember specifically seeing that in theaters when it came out and being really scared. Like, Ugh. there were some creepy parts in that. So, like, quick side note my crazy ex roommate was Emily Rose. And it was what? just spelled different. Yeah, her name was Emily Rose. Oh. I'm not going to say her last name, but. Wow. Her real, yeah. What Wait, the odds it was spelled different? How do you spell Emily or Rose differently? E M E L I E. Oh, my God. And then just Rose was the same. I just, it, it literally made me think of that because I was like, why does that name sound familiar? And I was like, ha, 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 ha. Oh my God. Terrified. Okay. August of 1969, she had not only been losing consciousness, but she was starting to convulse as well. Damn. Her mother rushed her to the doctor, Dr. Vo- Vogt. I'm not very good at these German names. I'm very sorry. Um, as well as a neurologist. Neurologist? Neurologist? Me. Yes. Neurologist. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Luthy. I'm good at that name. She was examined and was given a brain scan called an EEG. They couldn't find anything wrong and thought maybe it was just seizures, even though they couldn't find anything wrong from her brain scan. Just, you know, the normal seizures that people have. Every 16-year-old It's just a a normal day. Just part of puberty. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, she had two more incidences, one in 1970 and one in 1972. In 1970, she was prescribed an anti-convulsion medication. And in 1972, she was prescribed Dilantin, which was f- supposed to help with the seizures. Each time she had her brain scanned, um, and the first time, which was the 1970 time, it came back super, just completely normal. But the second time in 1972, it had very mild, irregular patterns, but nothing that would have explained her symptoms. Mm-hmm. 
So usually people, I just was curious, like, do people, when do people normally get diagnosed with epilepsy? Um, and normally they're diagnosed before they are 20. The, she was almost 20 mm-hmm. around this time. So like, it would have fit for her. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and they're usually caused by, like, it's normally caused by difficulties at birth or childhood infections. So, like, viruses yeah. and things like that or incidents. And there was, they never really said anything about there being any incidents that might have triggered it. Hmm. But that's just something to kind of keep in mind. So Annalise took her medicine and tried to go back to her normal life. She finished high school and started college to be a teacher, and but her incidents um, started to only get worse, even on the medication. Like it wow. didn't help at all. It just how, kept getting I'm sorry. Worse. How old was she at this point? Um, so she was probably like in her twenties, okay. I would say. Okay. Yeah, I think she was probably about twenty at this time. So spring of 1973, um, she started to hear knocking sounds at night in her room. Okay. Yeah. Her sisters actually heard them, too. Oh, all right. That's Mm -hmm. okay. Um, Annalise also began to hear voices um, supposedly damning her to hell. And... So the fact that the sisters heard the sounds, too, I'm like, mm-hmm. well. And giving her orders. Um, it, I couldn't figure out what kind of orders that she was given, but mm-hmm. she started doing some pretty interesting stuff. Um, she also began to see disturbing images when she would say the Lord's Prayer. So she would, like, see, like, horrible faces and, like, wow. like shadow people and things like that. Um, and she began to show aversion to religious objects, such as like Virgin Mary statues, um, crosses, yeah. all that good stuff. Um, one day, her mother actually reported to have walked in on Annalise staring angrily at um, one of their statues of the Virgin Mary. She claimed that her eyes had gone completely black. Ooh. A friend of the Michelle family noticed a horrible rancid smell coming from her as well oh. and recommended them to take like recommended them to take her to a priest. Um, and many people felt like she needed a doctor. Something else that she had done, I don't I don't for some reason I thought I'd written this down, but apparently I didn't. Um, is she actually started eating like spiders and flies and <sighs> things like that, which was really creepy wow. and not cool. Let me make sure I'm not jumping ahead of myself. Okay, I was a little bit. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <clears throat> according to Annalise's mom, the doctors told them to see a priest. One of the doctors told them to see a priest, a claim that he later denied completely. Uh. But it's kind of interesting because a lot of places, especially, I don't know if they got an actual Catholic exorcism like Vatican approved or anything Mm. Um, but normally when like an exorcism is done you have to have medical evidence that you tried it's like normally okay it's almost always just a last resort you have to prove that you tried to get her help and it wasn't working I see so I think maybe he was just kind of nervous to be like interviewed later as part of the reason that she died yeah yeah, because she died definitely in case anybody didn't know she's dead Mm -hmm. um so November of 1973, a psychologist diagnosed as uh, diagnosed her as neurotic, and with possible epilepsy. Mm-hmm. So she was switched from Dilantin to Tegretol, which was more strong. Um, 
July 1975, Annalise's behavior got even worse. She would spend all night praying and started eating flies and spiders. In one incident, she even, like, peed on the ground and started to lick her own urine off of the floor. Oh, God. She started destroying all religious items in the house and threw her sister, quote, as if she were a rag doll, end quote, across the room. And she even crushed an apple with one hand. And that's actually really hard. Yeah. Like, it bursts an apple when all imagine over the room. I can't imagine that. With one hand. Try that. I would not be able to. Send us a video. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Father Rodwick, a supposed expert in exorcisms, believed that she was possessed and helped her to be granted for an exorcism because it's really not that easy to just, they're not just like, oh, you're starting to be kind of weird over there. Here you go. You don't call up your neighbor and like, yeah, I think I remember you telling me you knew how to do this. So let's do it. Right. Hey, uh, you got some sage? <laughs> so, um, boop, boop, boop. so she's granted um, an exorcism, and it was carried out by Father Renz. September 24th, 1975, was the date of the first exorcism. Annalise said that she was possessed by Judas, Nero, Hitler, Cain, and Lucifer himself. That's she, quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> she also said um, that she was possessed by... Fleischmann? 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 Yes. Who was a Catholic priest during 1972, I mean, dirt, no, 1572 to 1578. Um, He was excommunicated due to being a drunk, um, and then it just goes from a drunk to, say, assault and murder. Oh, yeah, well, I was like, why was he that's quite a jump. And they're like, oh, he was a drunk and then for assault and murder. And he and was, was like, either what? kicked out for being drunk or the assault and murder. I don't know which one did it. Probably just the assault. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. <clears throat> so the priest that was um, priest like Father Renz was um, most surprised by like Fleischmann um, because that's not really a common one to be known, especially yeah. to like a twenty year old girl in the seventies. Yeah, it's like Lucifer, sure. Yeah. Hitler, sure. Yeah. So he just thought that was kind of interesting, um, because he wouldn't think that she would know anything about him and right. she went into details everything that happened with him. Yeah. Um but the only thing that kind of, you know, playing devil's advocate <laughs> Pun intended. Um, Was that, you know, she was raised heavily Catholic. She might know about, like, different people who were part of the Catholic Church. She obviously knew the Bible well enough to say Cain. And I feel like, um, I I don't know because I'm not Catholic, so I could be saying something wrong, but I feel like you learn a lot about different saints. Obviously, this guy wasn't a saint, but you go Mm -hmm. into a lot of the people who were big in the Catholic religion. So, sure. Um, by the time it was May, Annalise had gotten even worse. She was biting herself and the people around her. Ugh. She would continually bang her head against the wall. The family decided it would be best um, to tie her up to keep herself from harming herself or others. Um, something that's really important about this is Annalise um, actually like agreed to everything. There was nothing that they did that she was like, stop. She was like, okay. yes, please tie me up. That, like, yeah, that's important. Um, boop, boop, boop. So, Annalise eventually refused to eat. She believed that it would prevent the evil from having control over her. Hmm. She soon dropped to about 80 pounds, but was said to still have tremendous strength when they would, like, try to hold her down and things like that. And during the exorcisms, like, she was still unbelievably strong. 
Um, she is recorded speaking in different languages that she didn't even know. Um, in fact, Father Renz made many recordings of the exorcisms, about 42 audio recordings. Okay, question. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know the answer. Yes. But was that a recording per exorcism? Were there 42 exorcisms? There were 67. Oh, my God. How far apart were they? Um, like, did it take 67 months? Like, So, I believe this happened for 11 months. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, like, more than one a week. Yeah. Oh, God. So, there was a lot going on. Um, so Annalise had received 67 exorcisms Ugh. by the time it was June. Um, her face was sunken in. She was bruised. She had a fever. She was really, really, really sick. She refused medical help and permitted wow. everything that was done by the priest and the family, including being tied up. So then... I don't know how accurate this is. You can't really blame... The people who did this, because to them, in their mind, they yeah. were doing the right thing, yeah. and it's she, what she wanted. She has the right to refuse medical right. attention. She doesn't, it's, she's an adult. Exactly. So, so that comes up in the trial, because they go to trial for it. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So June 30th, 1976 was her 67th exorcism. Oh my God. She pleaded, please, absolution. What? What's that? Like, absolution is just to be, like, freed, pretty much. Oh, like, get it out of me kind yeah. of thing? So okay. just, quote, please, absolution, end quote. By the next morning, she had passed away. Ugh. That was, like, the last thing she said. Jesus. She had died of starvation at the age of 23. She only weighed 68 pounds. Mm. Um, after Annalise's passing, her parents and the two priests were brought to trial for the neglig for negligent Homicide. I'm not the best at pronouncing words. It's fine. No, it was fine. It was good. Um, that was in 1978, which is crazy because it really wasn't that long ago. No, no, it really wasn't. Like, my favorite Disney movie is Fox and the Hound. I think that came out in <laughs> 1977. So here we are. Or 1975. I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, the defense, the parents and the priests, had eyewitnesses and all the audio recording, which they sent in <clears throat> as evidence. Which probably had her saying, like, I want you to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but the court never took the idea of possession seriously. Um, they also brought up that legally, like the defense brought up legally, Annalise can deny medical treatment. Yeah. Um, and they brought in an eyewitness that had actually seen Annalise beg on her knees not to give her any medical treatment. Why? I don't know. I, I think maybe like she just wanted to put all her faith in I feel Christ, like, but like the thing is, I can kind of understand it that they she'd been having these problems that never got better for years, and they constantly just give her medicine or tell it she didn't like they didn't. So know basically, it was wrong. she feel like she already tried the medicine and it wasn't helping. Exactly. So I think that like this was yeah. like her only hope in her mind. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe this I is guess helping. I could see that. We're so close. You know what I mean? So um, boop boop boop. Um, at one point of. <clears throat> At one point, one of the priests had even tried to look for medical help um, near, but she refused. Like, he was trying to get her medical help, the actual priest. It yeah. wasn't like they wanted her to be going through this. Right, I mean, right, as a right. parent, you would never want your child to be looking like this. Right. 
So it was interesting because after an autopsy, um, they actually didn't find any damage in her brain that could have caused epileptic seizures Mm. or anything, like not even at a microscopic level. Wow. They couldn't find a single thing that would have caused it. Um, And it was also strange because normally a symptom, like different symptoms of starvation, such as like ulcers all over the skin, she didn't have any symptoms of the starvation besides being skinny. Huh. So like, um, there are a lot of different things I can't read. The right hair the getting really thin mm-hmm. and brittle, like the, and yeah, no ulcers. There's something else, and I, for some reason, I forgot to write it down. But ulcers on the skin, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Um. So that was kind of interesting because obviously she was starving. Yeah. Um. But the family ended up losing the trial. Um, and they were found liable for not acting to save her life. I'm, that's surprising, based on what you've told me. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. I think it's the fact that they were trying to kept, they probably kept trying to like prove the possession thing and they just didn't want to hear it anymore. But like she legally can refuse. If she was a child, I could see that. Exactly. But she's 23. But an adult and she's asking, I'm, I'm very surprised. Yeah. Because like before you told me, this, cause I, I think uh-huh. I had listened to maybe a podcast on it or read about it or something. Mm-hmm. But I guess I didn't know the whole story because I was under the impression that she was still under 18 mm-hmm. and or, or that she was being forced that into she it. was being forced into it. I yeah. did not know that she was an adult and I did not know that she asked for this to happen to her. I always yeah. was under the impression that like, oh, her parents just didn't are get, bad and they didn't, didn't care. Help. And yeah. they just were like religious nuts who are like, you exactly. have the... Hmm. And the fact that at one point, the priest even tried to give her, like get her medical right. help and everything. Um, and at one point he did have um, one of his doctor friends um, come in. His his friend was just like, I'm not coming in as a doctor. I'm just coming in just to, you know, make sure, you know, it's not too, too crazy not to go in and give her a full examination. And he said that, like, she wasn't, like, she didn't even have the bruises or anything yet when he went in. Like, um, that a lot of the things, like, she was still okay. Okay. Like, it wasn't a complete emergency. So, but thought she probably should get some kind of help, but this guy seemed like he just wanted to, like, see what was going on. All crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. Um, so, um, but the thing is, is that the f- priest was saying that she had bruises at the time that he came in, and the mm-hmm. doctor said that she didn't, so it was weird that those kind of went against each other. Because hmm. yeah. why would the priest lie about her having bruises? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the doctor was just like, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> and just didn't, I don't, I don't know. It was just something that was also kind of interesting. Um, so they were found at liable for not acting to save her life. And they accused Father Alt, the one who got her the exorcism, um, like who got them to do it. Mm-hmm like the church to do it, of having schizophrenia, which, oh, okay. So now like the priest apparently so is which being told doctor schizophrenia. examined him and came up with that? I don't know. <laughs> I think people just, yeah. You're like, he's crazy. Yeah, he's obviously crazy if he believes in exorcism. So <laughs> um, they claim that the medication stopped her seizures, but the exorcisms brought them back. Because it like was all in her mind. Did but the medication stop the seizure? They didn't. It never stopped. So then why'd they say that? Exactly. What's the proof? Where's that's, the proof? That's what the court said is that she the medication had helped, but they brought it back, like all the symptoms mentally because of the exorcisms. 
But that's not true? That's not true. Her seizures never stopped. Huh. That's why they kept having tried to put her on different things and doing more brain scans. And they so even during all of the exorcism, she was still yeah. having seizures. And that um, her like visions and stuff were after all the medications, but she was seeing things and having like crazy mm. things happen before they even brought her in. I see. So just like it seemed like the court just did not take them seriously and just was like, you guys are all horrible people. Yeah. Here you go. I'm, I I feel like I can understand that to mm-hmm. some extent, you know, being so, like unwilling to. Yeah. And there's probably people who like thought, you know, they're just saying that like she didn't actually she did probably need help. And that was their job to help her. But like yeah. it's yeah, it's yeah. if you're going to Google this girl's name, Annalise Michelle. You will find the most disturbing picture of her. Oh yeah, ever. we're gonna post pictures. Uh, no, I don't even know if I want to post this. You guys can Google it. It's really sad. This is really heartbreaking. It's she. She's so cute. Yeah, before. and she was the cutest freaking BB. Oh, it's just like the whole thing is horrible. Like I, I feel like trying to put myself in the parents' position. Oh my god, this. I mean, I feel so bad for her, but at the same time, she looks so scary. Yeah. Like, it's so... Why am I still... Why am I scrolling? Okay. I feel like what's really... It's, like, just so hard. I can't even imagine being the parents. Like, that is such a hard thing that you've tried to get medical help. Nothing worked. You're trying this thing. You're hoping to goodness that it will work and that you'll just, like... You're very convinced whether, like, you know, whether or not something was really possessing her. Like, watching that, and that's your daughter... But it doesn't seem like your daughter mm-hmm. is really, really scary. The family of the priest got six months in jail. The priests were suspended after that three years, um, and they had to pay all court costs. And the court ruled that she should have been forced medical help. So the priests were suspended from from the priestness for yes. three years after they got they out. They could not priest anymore. They could. You need to they stop fucking, priesting. They priested all over the place before You're, they went to jail, and they had to stop it. So I'm, like, trying to put myself in the parents' shoes. Right. And it's just, like, so hard because you try to get, like, medical help. Mm-hmm. And it just did not work. In my opinion, I feel like they, they, I think they tried their best to help their daughter. I really do, but. I really, but then, like, it's, like, at a certain point during the exorcisms, when you realize that your daughter is this sick. Maybe on the 30th exorcism yeah i feel like that's when you need to be like maybe they should okay, have this isn't it. working yeah you know what i mean instead of continuing because 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 they didn't continue the medicine when they saw that it wasn't working so they shouldn't have continued the exorcisms when they saw that they weren't working they yeah. should have then decided to try something new maybe different medicine maybe different i wonder therapy. maybe they were like i'm sure they asked her like what do you want to do and she um, probably yeah so it's like it's like you're in a weird position but i feel like you know at that point like devil's advocate maybe they were just like kind of nervous to like taking her in like what is that going to reflect on them too maybe but I don't know. I'm just trying to think of why. Why wouldn't you take your daughter in at that point? Like eleven I, months of exorcisms. Your daughter was that's like a long down time. to sixty eight pounds. That's horrifying. Yeah, that those those pictures like burned half. into my mind now. Ugh. That's like half. Yeah, if I saw anybody that I knew as a friend or family member in that state, yeah, I would probably just have to make sure they were under medical care 24-7. I would not feel okay not but doing like, that. So actually, I take back what I said. I don't understand how the family did this because 
that's really scary. That's really scary to see that. So something that was kind of crazy, too, is, like, she was speaking languages that she didn't even know. Like, it didn't yeah. even sound like their daughter. So I can I can really see why this would be, like, there's something in her. Like, I can't even explain that. Like, there's some Especially things in the that 70s. are really crazy. So this is a 23-year-old girl. We're going to try to... Oh, my God. I'm so fucking scared already. I'm ready for it, but I'm also terrified. Let's do it. Oh, wait. Is it the truth? Already making it's going to be in German. Like, there's just, like... All right, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. First, I apologize... That totally sounds like a 23-year-old girl to me. <laughs> no, it that really one totally does. does. I'm trying to find it the one. It really does. But I do want to say something else because mm-hmm. I find a very interesting, par- not parallel, I find, if you compare the two. So you know, um, I'm going to get the name of it wrong completely, mm-hmm. but I know you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, that haunting in like England, the really famous one. Yeah. What's that called? Like Edinburgh or the haunting of... I know what you're talking about. The, the Conjuring too, right? Right, right. Um, it's really bothering me that I cannot think of the name of that. But the girl that supposedly was possessed in that um, and did the same thing, you know, had this, had somebody come and take these pictures. They they got her voice and they had her like drink water and it still happened or just crazy things like that. Mm-hmm. There was an explanation for all of them. And people found out that the photos were spoofed and somehow there was an explanation for everything. But the thing is, is that that girl, she wasn't in any medical danger like this girl. She didn't whittle down into nothing. She didn't die. But if Annalise was faking it, quote, quote, faking it, which I don't actually think anybody thinks she was fucking faking it. Yeah. But I'm having a hard time thinking if if she's not faking it, because clearly she's not. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a possession and it's not epilepsy, then what is it? Is it That's schizophrenia? Like... Is it a different kind of epilepsy that they didn't know back then? It's, like, very interesting to me, too, because they did so many freaking brain scans on her, even in her autopsy. Yeah. You think if there was something mentally that wrong with her, you would find it. Well, I mean, again, it is the 70s, too, and I guess yeah. we weren't that advanced with medical technology. But I think even today, knowing the kind of, you know, small things that I mm-hmm. do about psychology or mental health or whatever, I can't really figure out what it'd be fit in into other than schizophrenia because she was having those auditory yeah. hallucinations. But the weird thing is her sisters would hear things too. She heard the knocking, but her yeah. sister didn't hear the voices. The knocking could have been easily explained away probably, yeah. but the voices and the, oh God, it's just so sad. So this is one of the other recordings. Oh Lord. This one I actually Oh heard. goodness. Ich hab 
you know, she's screaming. Oh, you know, she's screaming. Oh my god. Okay, like I got legitimately that one out is a little bit one. more of like I still I like, still think it sounds like a 23-year-old girl, oh but no. I do find it impressive that she's able to do that with her voice without her throat falling out. Especially for 40 something oh audio. Like that's more than like 2 months. Like it's scary. It's so sad. It's, just, it's so scary. I I like I'm trying to place myself in that room. I cannot imagine how scary it would be to see her the way she looked and to hear that. Oh, my God. I got, like, the chills. Oh, I can't. And, like, there's just a lot of, like, obviously you can hear it's, like, really pretty fucked up. Like, yeah. it's terrifying and horrible. Like, there's, like, even if it wasn't possession i doubt she was possessed by lucifer and hitler themselves like no right but there's like something really scarily wrong that they couldn't figure out it's scary no matter what because she was mentally ill and that's terrifying to be that sick oh oh my god my and like even if she like here's the biggest thing that she was not faking it she was 68 pounds yeah that's the and refusing medical help the the interesting Co- not connection. What the hell word am I thinking? The interesting comparison that I was thinking of with that other story is that like that girl is faking it, and this girl clearly isn't because the difference in their situations. Like she was doing it for attention, and she mm-hmm. was fine and safe. This girl like just, oh my god, like got so small and so sick and just was not just, doing and it for just, attention. The thing that's scary is obviously it was the seventies, but like they never figured out what was wrong, so they yeah. could never. What if that happens to somebody else? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I feel like it do. probably has. There's so much fucked up stuff, and there are other possession, quote unquote, mm-hmm. situations. And it's just, I mean, a lot of people say that Elisa Lamb, not not that she was possessed, but they say that she had something um wrong with her brain that even mm-hmm. today we don't understand necessarily or we're like just starting to understand it so i feel like they kind of fit in the same category of like we think we make up a story that something supernatural happened because we can't understand what was wrong with their brains that would make them do what they did yeah it's very interesting and sad because you know we don't know everything it really is and uh, man like, it makes me think if she wasn't in, not that there's anything wrong with being Catholic, but it makes me wonder if she had grown up in a different household, what would her symptoms been? You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. obviously something, prob- like, there's obviously something wrong. Yeah. I don't know if it was possession or what, but there's something wrong and she strongly believed she was possessed. How would that kind of have come out in other ways in a if she didn't grow up household. in a ho- Like, you know what I mean? Or a different religious household. That's so interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It's just something that kind of made me think. Do uh, I? I don't expect you. This is more of a rhetorical mm-hmm. question, but like, do non-religious children get possessed? I don't. I feel like question. every possession story I've heard has been in a very religious household, and it's like, well, yeah, they're gonna but know it, all the names of the. It also makes me think, though. Do they get possessed, and they just don't know what happened? Wait, what? Do you, what? In a non-religion household. Oh. They just think it's something else. Mm-hmm. Fucking the world. The I don't know, man. It's just crazy. It really is. 
But yeah. Yeah, mental health is just make sure and it's it's important to take care of that. You want to go get like help and but it's so hard because sometimes they really don't know what's wrong. And that's like one of the hardest things. Like you just have to go and try so much, and it's just yeah. So she was twenty three when she died. Is that right? Yeah. So she was having this going on for eight years. Yep. Sorry, four, Wait, nine years, nine, seven years, sixteen to twenty three. I think seven years. That's seven. Yes. I went up one and wow, we are one. great. Hey, here we go. <laughs> oh my god! Welcome to the math. Podcast. Welcome to. <laughs> All we this do, is not a math dream. We just read math problems <laughs> out loud for like an hour. Oh my god! What's well, nine times? 10. Nine times ten. Twenty-one. Yes. Anyways, that's not even how it goes. But I'm ready. That was a good story. Thank you for telling me that. There was definitely some things I did not know. Yeah, so. I really didn't know all that about it, and it just really made me think because I really don't know if I believe if she was possessed or if I believe that she wasn't. Like, I really don't know. Maybe it was both. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, really... I'm, I'm pretty open to a lot of stuff, um, but I feel like I do have a hard time believing stuff that I've never seen, so I don't I don't know if I believe in possession or not, but I'm not, I'm not saying I don't, but I feel like I don't. To me, like, personally, you know, like, I have had like a lot of experiences with stuff. Uh-huh. This sounds more like a very hopeless parents, like like just like at their wits end trying to get their daughter the help that she needs. But I don't really know that she was as possessed if she was as it kind of seemed like she was. It really to me seems like it was something that was like a me- like a mental yeah. health issue to yeah. me personally. Like. I think that you need to be able to, like, obviously she has the right to refuse medical help, but I feel like when it's your kid, there's got to be some way to go around it where you can at least give them something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's very hard to see your kid like that. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to see like a stranger in a photograph on Google Images like that. Yeah, I cannot imagine. And like, parent. I am not blaming her parents at all because I really don't know what I would do. Like, right. that's so. And to see that, you would be scared out of your wits. You would believe mm-hmm. it, even if you didn't believe it going in. I feel yeah. like anybody who walked in would be like, "Okay, there's something wrong," something because very, we really don't wrong. understand a lot of these things. That's not. No, I'm not. You see every day. I'm not like. I don't feel like. And the biggest thing is I don't feel like anybody who was part of the situation were trying to harm her in any way. No. Or didn't have her I don't think so best, either. you know, her best interest. interest. Yeah. So yeah, I just thought I think this was a very that. interesting story. It really is. It it's it is fascinating. Yeah. So yeah. I always thought with the name Annalise Michelle, I thought she was French. <laughs> I'm like, I could have sworn. <laughs> I honestly thought that it was in America. But I think it's just because oh I watched so many, like, exorcism things that were in America. Yeah. So. Damn. Well, honestly, I really. So, like, the Vatican is so weird about who they, like, let have exorcisms. Like, they're crazy about it. Like, it right. takes a lot for the Vatican to approve an exorcism. Right. I want to see one of those recordings. Oh, my God. I cannot even imagine. I want to, like, I'm, like, too scared to see, though, because I feel like things oh, can I come am. through recording. I am. But, like... I'm so scared of 
of like demon and possession stuff. That's I'm the only stuff that I, you know I that guess. I stray away from sometimes because it's that's like a little too real for me. I think I don't know because I don't really know. Demon what I possession in. is something I never want to have to. Oh my think god, about dealing with like Fuck. ever. Oh man. Oh man. So. <laughs> oh, speaking of no. scary movies, yes. speaking of Summer of 84, I... <laughs> Summer of 84. <laughs> I really, really feel like I was thinking about it. I was walking to my car after uh-huh. work, and I was like, oh, you know what, Heather? Honestly, you just need to watch Summer of 84 again so you can stop thinking about it all the time. Because I can't stop. I mm-hmm. like We talk about it all the time, and I'm like, I just really want to watch that again. <laughs> I think I've recommended it twice today to clients, so you're fine. What is wrong with that? <laughs> I'm like, please, Summer of 84. Oh, oh you like God. anything somewhat true crime related? Here you go. Yeah, I recommended it to my sister this last week. Oh, yes. because she watched Hereditary for the first time, Ooh. and she was just, she was like texting me in all caps. She loved it so much, and I it made me want to watch it again, actually. I want to watch Hereditary again really bad, but then I also, <sighs> like movie. after the story, I don't know, I just got really creeped out in my apartment. I haven't been creeped out like the Ooh. whole time we've been living there. Do you have lights and... in there yet? <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. String lights. Oh, <laughs> really cute. But like, I don't know. That's well, better. I don't know if it's just because I read like a scary story or what's happening. Maybe. But Probably. I'm just paranoid after the last time I did a parent. I almost didn't do it, but I was like, oh yeah, the last time you did a paranormal fuck. one, that was scary. That was horrible. So I was like, please don't happen while I'm not like at my parents' house oh, and have no. my own place where I'm alone. Oh. I mean, I'm not alone. <laughs> I mean, ever. I sleep with knives. I sleep with. Pepper spray like, in my eye. I sleep on top of an AK-47. I sleep on top of a machete. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the big knife. What the fuck would you mean? Machete. What? I mean, I re- <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a guy who plays machete. It's a movie. What? What? Oh, hold up. What movie? I gotta show you this. What is this? For? Jo- Trejo. Something Trejo. I'm sorry. What? What movie are you talking machete. about? I'm going to show you. Can you tell me what movie? Here you go. It's literally called Machete. I've never seen this or heard of this in my life. Oh, it just showed me pictures of Machete. (laughs) Did you just type in Machete into a Google search? (laughs) Movie. (laughs) I swear. (laughs) Okay, she's showing me a movie poster. It's got... I can't read his name. Let me see. Just trust me, you guys. That looks You've like never... that looks like Indigo Montoya from The Princess Bride. He's he's the uncle in Spy Kids. Oh yeah, okay. Danny yeah. Trejo. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, he's Machete. He's my uncle. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> well, okay. I have no idea what well, the fuck that was about. Sorry, guys. I sleep on top of Danny Trejo. Okay, so don't mess with me. My point of saying all this is yes. I my recommendation of a horror movie this year. This, oh yeah. This year, Sorry. this week is Hereditary. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. Mm. Uh, machete. <laughs> no. Guys, um, it looks so bad. Don't go watch it. It's really not good, <laughs> in my opinion. Ooh, crap. I don't know. I did really like Us, but I don't. I still don't know how much I really loved it. I did not like it. We have not talked about that I yet. Liked last it. week, we were like, we're going to go see it. Guys, Us was very disappointing. All right? I just feel like it was very predictable. It was predictable. I predicted it. Oh, I, I was like very anything. excited, and then like watching it, I'm just like waiting for it to get good. Right, exactly. Oh and, god, I hate. And that. it wasn't necessarily bad. It just never got to the whoa. It this never got really, like, that really exciting. Good. It was always like this, this like level of like okay, yeah, this 
yeah, that's and pretty then, good. And then at points, I would just get like humorous where it's like you think that you're trying really hard to take the movie seriously and then mm-hmm. it's just like don't take this seriously but then it's like but now try to take this seriously again. I see. it's like yeah. you gotta kind of I do like comic relief in horror movies but I feel like there should be a little bit more horror to balance that out like not this isn't ruining anything but it's like they're all scared and all of a sudden it's like a joke and then yeah. they're scared again and I'm just like why did you put it in that now they're not scared but now they're scared again I see what you're saying yeah yeah, I, I don't know. Because it, it wasn't a, either. It wasn't enough comedy for it to make sense, or it wasn't enough horror for it to make sense. Like I couldn't. It was. It, it just, was like lukewarm on both ends. I feel like <laughs> it had super good potential with what they were trying to do. I just don't know how much I feel like it was. Yeah, I don't know. I think for me. Um, Overall, I think the reason why I didn't like it is because I have too many unanswered questions. Yeah. I feel like they did not do a good job of explaining everything. And I think I'm you can have like a, a good questions. kind of cliffhanger, like with like Sixth Sense, what's going to happen next? All right, wait. Let me think of I mean? a movie with a good cliffhanger where like they don't explain the ending to you, but, but they you're do like, it right. It's good to have like unanswered right, questions, think. but you got to do it right. Let me think. Like, Summer of 84. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Guys, like, let's be real. I'm going to lose my damn mind. I swear, though, that's one that has a really good cliffhanger. Like, what's going to happen right. next? Guys, she's right. It's really good. We're not you know what I mean? Like, that. We don't hate it when there's unanswered questions. It's just when it's like every question that you had the entire movie was not answered. Right. It's, it's more like um, the kind of ending that we like is one where... It's not that you have unanswered questions about the plot. It's mm-hmm. more like you wonder what happens next. Yeah. I have unanswered questions about, about how, how this would be possible because of this, this, this. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't know. But what's something I do like? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't really have watched anything. It can be something from All you know, I've older. watched was Harry Potter recently. And that's all the time. <laughs> Um, so, uh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know. I have a really, I really loved Hereditary. Honestly, I love The Conjuring too. That's like forever going to be second, one of my favorites. The one I was mentioning. Yeah, I love the first one, but I don't know. I really like the second one. I think it's because obviously I like Harry Potter. I like British humor. Mm-hmm. And I love just like. At the beginning, when they have like the when they have the ghosts happening, and they run to their neighbor's house, and it wasn't like in American movies where the neighbors like I don't I don't believe you or like something uh-huh. scary is gonna happen there. Mm-hmm. The neighbors just call the cops, and the cops go in. <laughs> the cops are all scared, and the cops are like, "Yeah, we're not dealing with this." I do remember that. Yeah, like I don't know. I liked because it, you can have humor, but like it was still good. I, th- I know that's this is story. probably going to come that's off. My, this is going to maybe rub people the wrong way that did like me? us. I don't think the humor in us was very funny, and that's probably why it wasn't hitting. It know. just wasn't that funny. In Get Out, that was funny. I yeah. loved Get Out. I loved Get Out. I feel like... Uh, you can cut this off if you decide to. Um, <laughs> I feel like I can laugh at a good white person joke, but when you make every white person in a movie an idiot... I'm just, I'm just over it. Like, I just hate to say, but really, they really made every white person in that movie a complete idiot. And it's just like, come on. Like, it's funny when it's like, you know, like you're making fun of the stereotypical, like, old grandma or something. But like, how many white people were in that movie? The the two? The, like, whole family. 
Oh, then the, they made the that twins. Whole, oh yeah, my god! Oh my just god! Complete idiot! Complete stereotypical idiots. Can I just? And say I'm something? just like, wait a minute. Yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. I found. I I don't think I actually sent this to you. I sent it to my sister because I was fuck. Oh yeah, I didn't send it to you because you don't watch Friends, but you'll still probably find this. I'm funny. ready. Because you've seen some Friends episodes, right? Yes. Like you understand yeah. the show, so you know how Rachel has a baby in the later seasons. Mm-hmm. All right, sure. She knows. She yeah. she looked off into the distance, like sure, Heather. Okay, no, I knew what you meant. So yeah, you know how like in the later seasons she has a baby. Like there's a lot of episodes where she's got Emma. The baby's mm-hmm. name is Emma, and the baby from Friends was obviously played by twins. Yeah. The twins from us are the baby from Friends. It's Emma grown up. I was like, what the fuck? That's amazing. I was so happy to find that out. That's crazy. Because I've always wondered. I'm like, what did that baby grow up as? And there you go. But yeah, you're like, dang, that's cool. You have to have like twins to play a baby on TV because like labor laws and shit. Yeah, no. But that's really cool. I didn't know that. (laughs) Dang, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Do you guys, I'm not against white people jokes. It's just like, what is I thought you were going to say I'm not it's against stupid. white people. No, like the freaking office, it's constantly making, like, let's be real. <laughs> but it's amazing. Yeah. So I just want to get that out of there. So your recommendation is The Conjuring 2? Conjuring 2. Hearing that right? Okay. I think. Oh my God. Well, we have many more weeks to okay. do other movies. So we have so. many other weeks to do other movies, but like, let's be real, because I know this is going off this last thing I swear I'm going to say. When does freaking shockingly evil, <laughs> extremely wicked, and vile? Was that, was that right? No, I think it's extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Anyways, what did you say before? When does that come out? I think I said... The shockingly movie. I'm just gonna the vile it. movie. The, the wicked. Wicked. I'm going to look it up real quick. I think it's wickedly. I, I just forgot. typed in wicked vile and it came up, so that works. Shockingly evil, wickedly vile. Wait. Okay. Wickedly. Why did they okay, have wait, to choose this wait, name? Try it again. Try it again. I think I did really well my first time. Try it again. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Yes! Yes! Amazing. Okay, I'm going to the IMDb page right now. Anyways, I just want to know when that comes out, because I've been dying for this movie. I was talking to a client. She was from Seattle. She's like, I'm dying for that movie, too. I was like, yes. And then I was like, somewhere 84. All right, fucking... I wrote it down for her. Fucking, fucking dicks on a dick. Where is this? I'm just... There's so much written on this page. Release date, May 2nd, 2019. So I guess it got pushed back again. Well, I'm pumped. Well, no, no, not pushed back. It was released at, at Sundance or the yeah. film festival. first. Okay. I'm super yeah. excited. May 2nd. May That's then. my dad's birthday. Yay. That's right before me and John's anniversary. Yeah. Um, But you guys, go watch us and have your own opinion on it. Isaiah loved it. Isaiah was like, I love that movie. What movie? Us. Oh, he liked it? He, he was like, I actually really like that movie. And I was like, there you go. Oh, okay. So there we go. Not every, you know, people do like it. And we that's what's great about the world is we all have different opinions on things. Yeah. That was, yeah, it's been a solid episode today. Yeah. The only thing you're not allowed not to like. Wait. The, what? Yeah. You have to like Summer of 84 or else she's just not human. <laughs> guys. So, guys, I'm begging you. If any of you guys watch that movie based on our recommendation, please send us a message about it. And Even if, if you hated it, please send us a message. I'm please, dying to see please, what you guys think. Please. 
please, please. We should do like we should do like a like a Facebook live or something or of us watching, <laughs> watching the movie with rabbit? everyone. <laughs> yes. Like guys, yes. sit the fuck down. We're doing this. We're doing this. All right, next week at five o'clock. No, 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 no that, please. That's no. a lie. We're not doing it yet. Don't listen to that. All right, all right, you guys. Thank you for listening to us mumble that jumble, and I hope you guys like this week's story because mm-hmm. I did it, and you better like it. <laughs> and send us what you think about this. Send us if you think she was possessed or just needed help, mm-hmm. or both, and, or both, and. Send us your views of Summer 84. And <laughs> have a good Monday. And we'll see you next week, guys. We'll Bye. S- we'll see you next weekend. Bye. Week. <laughs>